Welcome to Ojibwe Stories, Gaganunida. I'm your host, Eric Reddix. Our guests today are Lee Staples, or Obazan, a spiritual advisor for the Malax Band of Ojibwe, and Chato Gonzalez, Obazan's apprentice and translator. No, I was when he went to Anu to go at the the Bagajoi Benango didn't we win and Uncle Gay she twat. Uncle Gay me with the Gil, I all can go. And the Shinabeg went there, Pete, the magic and no, I was keywin. Naga wing got Nabajo Moon and the sea now. Also, guys, we beside me with the cheese, spimming a sour, I don't know. Wabishki went up, he kinna. You care, guys, you mean the goes at the hour. Wabishki with me, you went to the payment is some water and you. Anishina beggar. Skate the skye is a chigiwata, you ma. Chop he you know, Wabishki when she be mad, isn't me, ma? In the honor way, no, ma, what no. Oh, we didn't shnab, me one, gay, ah, baby, me do, chicka, you get in way when in on. Now, when the nonsa can't gay, ah, but oh, in the shnab, yeah, say, ma, kid, and the money do, chicka, damn. Gay, I'll go put down, ma, one. Gay, this guy, on in the ayaga, oh. Anishinaabe, ayawag na ipwa gawin. Masako ho nasa kansi na wa, o mamusi na wa, eno wabishkiwe din isitwanidam. Mi daskaye ma, kiteboy tamuwate o danaanawenda muwate o anishinaabe wi, anishinaabe wi ang gaminigo siyang me Gaye and Gil 
Bakishimind Avishigazuda Bangishinan Gegete when the we suggestion me o Kai Guyan Skedish o Gwabandaman Inishiwebak Nongum Ske and Gyoga Tau Gijiga Anguamigu Gambisintan we win o Kea Shikanoma Guin He's been busy as a one year. The Namanaja too in a way. The Namanaja at Ogiwiji be mad the same schema and a gitcher, yawi and gawin. Oh, sir, there's a way in a master in Ogiwiji be mad the same Niki Igug. Get a show is a way back no more. And then a kid own Shanabe and me and Nebua. And this Saturday, we have been in the middle So, at least, our covering was a presentation of his where he talks about the three camps, is what he calls it, where Anishinaabe are today. You know, there's a lot of Anishinaabe, and we all don't live the same. And he started off talking about there's those that are in the Hang around the fort camp, he calls them. That's the Nishinaabe who just basically hang around the fort of the Chamooks. They hang on everything they say. They hold them in high regards. You know, he talks about they just look up to them. They think they're the world. And as a result, they abandon their own ways. Because if they think everything the white man does is better than theirs, then why continue their old way of life if it's no good? So they started abandoning their ways, their ceremonies, their language. They started thinking of it as just kind of worthless. Then there's also what he calls a lost spirit camp. Those are the Anishinaabe that we have that aren't quite that bad, but they really just don't believe in nothing. They don't follow the white man's ways. They don't go to church and nothing like that. But they also don't follow the Anishinaabe way. They're just kind of in limbo. They don't know where they belong. They're just searching searching for an identity, and they're just kind of in limbo. But then there are those that he considers being in the traditional camp, and those are the ones that held on to the ceremonies and the language. They attend our ceremonies, our ceremonial dances, our big drum ceremonies. They uh, attend Medewin ceremonies. They get Nishinaabe names. There's a lot of ceremonies that we've been given as a people, and when those things are going on, those are, those are the Nishinaabe that show up, come out to help, bring their cooking. And these Nishinaabe, they're strong in their thinking. And especially a long time ago, they were really strong and powerful. They believed in our ways. They believed in everything that we were given, the, the way the money do gave it to us, and they relied on that. They had full belief in those ways. These are the people that are in a traditional camp. And he covered some stuff about clans. You know, we have a clan system. Those traditional people, they really believed in these clan system. And one thing about the clan system is it follows your dad's clan and uh, one thing that we were taught was never to marry within our clans we talked about this old lady that taught him had talked about why we have a lot of mental illnesses in our communities you know people just aren't they're just not right you know you, you see people and they're just kind of I don't know space cadets space cadets he called them <laughs> But he says a lot of this is a result of marrying within your clans. You know, it's what the white man calls incest. You know, we're, we're marrying our relative and having babies with our relative. And as a result, we're breeding these children that have mental illnesses. 
then he went back talking about there are a lot of traditional families though and that have a lot of uh faith in these this belief system of ours and they teach their children this they pass these same teachings down to their children language and they teach their children how to have respect for everyone everything you know we have a we believe in everything that is on this earth was put on this earth by the money duke and we have to respect it the plants and the animals and lakes and the rivers everything that's out there those the money do put there and you know we're just co-occupying and we have to have respect for everything within our surroundings then he says he talked about he does a lot of funerals and he he watches a lot of those families that aren't passing down this respect to their children and when he's up there talking, these kids are just running around, running wild. They don't pay no attention to the ceremony, what he's doing, the, you know, have any respect for the deceased. You know, he talked about at ceremonial dances. We'll be having our ceremonial dances, and they'll just be running circles around that drum. You know, he always remembers what he was taught by those old people that raised him, was there's only two reasons that you're to get up at a ceremonial dance at the big drum is... One, to use the restroom, and two, to dance. That's the only reasons. And he was taught that if you were to be out there messing around and you were to fall, that you could get seriously hurt. And, you know, that's the power of those ceremonial dances. And I even remember times where we'd be out dancing at the ceremonial dances and those old men would kind of push us back to dance further away as kids because they didn't want the kids dancing too close to the drum or the, the adult men because that's the power of our ceremonies. And he was also told by them to just sit and listen, pay attention. You know, these are teachings that are going on, and you'll learn how to respect others. And that's what uh, we need to instill in our children. And Some of them teach your children this respect, but then there's others that don't instill this within their children. And those are the children that are running around being disrespectful to our ceremonies and to the people and to things in our environment. This is Ojibwe Stories Gaganunida, a program of Ojibwe culture. Our guests today are Lee Staples, or Obazan, a spiritual advisor for the Mille Lacs Band of Ojibwe, and Chato Gonzalez, Obazan's apprentice and translator. Gaishikinawabandanga, 
Shkwate sewokin kewa ki mishumas sanane gama. Shke ne depo e tamuat mi ma ashata deno unwe wiswapana ewa. Ke natama kuwada. Nako ke ewa ko ovne shanabe ko Kenya pen mud kenya natamakota is come den a minuida. The ski was it way when it in the bummy it disobed in the mekung eunaki when gay natamakota. Miko gay ma. Nepa o nishinape ma. He marshaled to wa me o. Nepa hena we suckish cargota and a cockwatica got our nishinape nungum nepa gavina candy nawa me ma. Yo, Masha me ill winters and squamacus nigi or kea. In a day boy tamuat or gashimini go sing in the shinape wing me ma. In a day boy tawawad, the no. O wabishki wen ske. Mi musha au nishanabe mi etuko ga yang. Ga yo e penwad ga min go siang. Ske heno. Mani tu te weganan mi ma kenagai shawat. Ga win wate no ji pa sha sewak dibishku. Mate. Yunishanaji go wadano wabishki wen. Mi kukaye o mi dewita o nishinabe, mi etta kuka mina kusita o nishinabe ka yama ka shkwayang. Kedas nungkum nipa yama ka te nishkwe kuta o abishki wed, ana o nishinabe. Kegi mishkwama ka te nea au kita nishinabe minan ki tebo itang. O sa ki apena mati o. Ka shino un wewe siyang de apena moeng kewa. When the two day wagon agnaco gave me day with our Nishanape, me ma. Kind of come, I got a dashma, as a ta. Give me the goes at Dominoya when I give me the goes at the window, Miss Koa, Magadinigo. The table with them scare, and then go on the butcher, oh, Nishanape. Oh, I win Miss Koa, Magasine, okay. In the table with tongue, you guys. That pen of a pun of a guy, she mean to go sing in the shinabe wing. Now, go and go, we will win gay in the shinabe with your gun butcher. There's a way to my water, no. Wabski win them. Got two dog what been a scare and go in the shinabe mananiga. Got table a tumajigger or soggy way, she may go out and own the shinabe. Me with the pie we wat our nishinabe, our wabishki wet guy no own way we said the boots ma kinner dish away na ma wada. Gege go ma. We maji in the scene. Our nishinabe. Gea our 
वापस की वे दर्शन का आठ नौ अनिश्चना बेंच को यंग पूछो मार्देश वे न मार्दा अनिश्चना की क्यों मागो सेम इमेनोशना बेवेम मिस्वागो नेटूटा को यंग अवे निसाद नौ पेशो इन वे मंग ए वेंट सागे इन वे मंग पूछ मार्दे हवीश वे न मानाने का so what Obazan was talking about was he didn't talk about that traditional camp you know there's a lot of Anishinaabe that believe in our ways and full faith and our ceremonies, our language, our way of life. But there's a lot of those that attend our ceremonies that come only for ritual purposes. They don't have full belief. They haven't really internalized the power of our ceremonies. And they carry a lot of anger with them. They carry a lot of the trauma with them. A lot of this was passed down by the white man, a lot of this historical trauma. But for whatever reason, they still practice our ways. They still go to our ceremonies. They go to our ceremonial dances. And they still come with their tobacco, but they haven't deep down internalized it. So as a result, they're just numb while they're there. You know, you, you go to the ceremonial dances and uh, they talk about there's a lot of money to there and they sit. There's those ones that they sit about the drum. and There's a lot of people that are involved in the ceremonial dances, drum members. There's those that take care of that drum, drum keepers. There's uh, the veterans, the singers drum warmers, there's the Gichidakwig, all the ladies. All these people, every one of them, they all represent a, a money do, a different money do. And together, they work together at taking care of this drum and taking care of those money do that they represent. One thing they were always told was not to talk about each other, you know, don't, don't talk bad about your fellow drum member because uh, you talk about them, it's like you're talking about the money do that they represent. And um, there's also a uh, Bowls that are brought in during those ceremonial dances, you know, people are coming for help, they're coming for life, you know, we were given these drums to rely on for health and help, and um, we have to be in a good place during those times, and there's also a lot of offerings that are brought in, blankets, put down for those bundles, that go to those money duke. these drums are really powerful, and they were given to us in a time of need for spiritual support, and they've helped us people bring in money and he talked about that in today's times there's people bringing money as offerings and it's good because that money is eventually distributed between uh those who are given bundles and and um you know a lot of the people are traveling and there's there's nothing that we can't do today that we don't need money for you know gas and tobacco and food and you know people have families and that means a lot to them so you know, there's a lot of Shinabe that talk about not to give money, but, you know, he says it's one of the best offerings. Because of that reason, people worked hard for that money, and then there's a lot of uses for them. And you just realize that the power in these ceremonies, you know, all these offerings that we're putting up, the bundles and blankets and food, those bowls, and there's a lot of power within these ceremonies. And, and it's hard when there's a lot of Anishinaabe that come in, that carry all that anger and pain, the oppression that was passed down to them 
as a result, their ceremonies are not as strong as before because of that. You know, a long time ago in the Shinabe, had total faith in our ceremonies. They didn't question it. These ceremonial drums were given to us for help, and that's what they used them for. They had total faith in it. Our Medewin ceremonies, total faith. That's what we were given for help. They didn't go to the hospitals. We didn't have hospitals. That's what they believed in. That's what they went to when they were sick. And then nowadays, you know, people just go because they feel they have to, but they don't have total faith in them. And as a result, you know, our ceremonies aren't as strong. And if people had total faith, they would work. We can't always just sit there and blame at the same time. You know, as you talked about, this is a lot of oppression. You know, a lot of this was passed down. Historical trauma, they call it. It was passed down from the white man as we made contact with each other and the Anishinaabe still carry that with them today, you know, but we have to forgive them. We have to put our tobacco and forgive the white man also, and we can't sit here and blame them that we have to take control of our lives. And, you know, same with those Indians that are the Anishinaabe that come in that are lost. You know, maybe they're those that come to our ceremonies that are just mean and carry a lot of that anger with them, or maybe it's just those that are just lost in general. They don't know where they belong or follow the white man's ways. We have to still put our tobacco for them and forgive them that all this was passed down. It's not their fault. You know, they just, you know, possibly even their parents accepted it and passed that down to them. He ended with the teaching of forgiveness that he was always told, you know, he said one of our strongest teaching of forgiveness was that we have to forgive each and everybody. If not, we carry that with us. We were taught that even if somewhere we're going to kill our closest relative, we have to put our tobacco and we have to forgive those people. So this, in the same sense, we have to forgive the white man, we have to forgive those other Anishinaabe that come in and disturb our ceremonies. That's all the time we have for today. I want to thank our guests Obazan and Chato Gonzalez for sharing their stories with us. This is Ojibwe Stories Gaganunda. I'm your host, Eric Reddix. Our technical producer is Chris Harwood. To listen again to past episodes of Ojibwe Stories Gaganunda, visit the programs page at kumd.org and click on Ojibwe Stories. Ojibwe Stories Gaganunda is produced by KUMD and the Tribal Sovereignty Institute at the University of Minnesota Duluth home of the Master of Tribal Administration and Governance, or MTAG, program, where students learn about leadership, law, sovereignty, and management from a tribal perspective. MTAG was designed by tribes for tribes, currently accepting applications for fall enrollment. More information can be found at umdmtag.org. Funding for Ojibwe Stories Gaganunada is provided in part by the Minnesota Indian Affairs Council and by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Yeah.